0: Moms and welcome to the second episode of the Moms on the Air Show. I'm your host, Katie Mann, and I'm joined by my co host and daughter, Maddie. And I want to just thank everybody who tuned into our first episode last week. And this week, I'm so excited and just, yeah, basically pretty excited to welcome my friend of nearly 20 years. Jillian Brancatelli to the podcast and for today's episode we're going to be having an important conversation about what it's like to navigate life as a single mom so I want to welcome Jillian and just tell you how happy I am that you are here today. Thank you I'm happy to be here and hopefully can
1: be of some help to people maybe going through similar situations so I'm
0: excited. It's all good. And so, you know, let's just kind of start off, Jill. Um, You know, if you could just share what your personal motherhood journey was like, and what are some of the challenges you faced along the way?
1: Yeah, Yeah. so um, I became a mom in January of 2018. Um, um, And by August of 2018, I had become a single mom um, unexpectedly. And so I think that um just navigating like how quickly it was from becoming a new mom to then a single mom um, it was very overwhelming um especially because i felt like i had no idea what i was doing to begin with um but then on top of that uh you know trying to navigate that basically by myself was um, um yeah something that i just guess i never expected to a position to, you know that i would be in and and um, for like all the single moms out there that you know newly become a single mom, I think that you'll find that it is probably one of the most challenging jobs to you know really want to be a good mom to this new baby and or child um, at the same time as you know having your heart broken and, and trying to cope and and to deal with that. Um, so for me, that was probably the the biggest challenge in itself was you know trying to heal, you know, from everything that had happened with um, my husband leaving and, uh, you know, eventually getting a divorce um, and wanting to really be the best mom that I could be to her at the same time. Uh, um, I think, you know, that it's hard because you don't go into being a single mom, um, you don't necessarily want to be in that position. It just kind of happens. You know, that's the cards that you're dealt um, And, you know, you do the best that you can. Um, But I can, you know, confidently say that that period of my life has shaped me, you know, who I am today. Um, If you had asked me like five years ago if I would even be on this podcast, I would say, you know, no, not not at all. Um, But I think that, you know, I gained just confidence and, and learning to be independent from that time period. So.
0: Yeah. And for anybody, you know, who obviously doesn't know Jillian the way I, I do, and, and she certainly is right with this. Jillian is probably one of the most introverted people that you'll ever meet, you know, ever since we knew each other when we were very little. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I can just tell you the person you become today is I'm, I'm just proud to call you my friend. Um, and I, I just, I think you're one of the strongest people I know. And, um, you know, I, I just, I really am proud of the person you are today. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've, I've come a long way. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're a little staticky right now, so I'm going to just try something quick. Hold on. All right, let's see. And so Jillian, I guess my my second question to you kind of, you know, piggybacking off of that. You know, what are you know, everybody talks about the challenges of being, you know, a single mom and obviously there are many. Um for you, have you had any rewarding aspects of being a single mom and, you know, if so, can you you know just talk about those what those highs were and what they meant to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things that people um you know, don't often get
1: to hear about is that good side and that, um, the positivity that comes out of being a single mom. And, um, um, for me, I think it's just, I genuinely appreciate all the time that I get with my daughter. Um, um, you know, time is uh, precious as, as you know, like I think the first like four years of your baby's life is when they like grow and change the most. And so just getting to be present for all of that, um, is, has been so rewarding for me. I think, you know, we were able to develop develop a bond um, that's so strong. You know, she's very close and attached to me, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, even when she's having a tantrum or having a bad day or there's something, you know, that's hard to deal with, I'm just so thankful that, you know, that blessing is in my life. Um, And, you know, just really, gained an appreciation and a perspective on things that I think is hard when you're you know, when you have someone else that you can say, oh, maybe you can deal with now, um, you know, because that's not, not how it is. You just deal with what's in front of you and, and um, just appreciate that time. Um, I, I think uh, another thing, too, is just um, like really being able to live in the moment um, with her because that's something that I was never very good at, um, but you know, I I think because of the loss of my marriage, I, there's this fear in the back of my, you know, mind that you can lose what's in front of you at any point in time, and so I just am so, like, honored that I get to be her mom, and that I like, get to be a mom in general um, and, you know, I know that that can be taken away anytime, and so like that's constantly in my mind now after having that experience. Um, so, so, yeah, even when they cry and scream, and you want to pull your hair out, um, I still go to bed just like with a smile on my face, getting to see her, you know, go to bed peacefully. So,
0: and how how do you handle the you know that pressure of being a single mom and the expectations that society often places on single moms? Yeah, that's very tough. Um, I think that there's a lot of
1: pressure both from like the outside world and then just internally too. Um, I think that you know there's always kind of be a, a, a stigma out there that being a single mom isn't good enough because this you know culture and society is is built around couples um, and families, and um, you know that was hard even for me to not put that stigma on myself that I couldn't be a good enough family for her just as I was um and it took me a long time to, to accept that this is a situation that, that we're in I'm still going to give her a happy home I'm still going to give her a happy family um you know me her and our, our dog um are still a happy family and you know that you don't have to have another person there to be able to give that you know to a child um and again like you know that took me a long time to To really get to that place. Um, I fought it for so long, you know, wanting to be able to give her that quote-unquote normal family. Um, And I think that I just have to kind of accept that um, I was good enough the way that I was for her and that, you know, she she does have a family that loves her and cares about her, no matter what that might look like.
0: No, and I, I can agree with you, and you do such a great job of providing, you know, just such a good life to her, and you can see her any time that anybody sees you with your daughter, how much you love her, and she she loves you, and, you know, you the bond is there, and it's just, you are, you are a role model to all moms. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, I think,
1: you know, financially, like, especially, you know, in, in um, today's world it, it takes a lot of times two salaries to be able to really live where you want to live you know raise a child the way you want to raise a child and you have to be okay I think with making some sacrifices um along the way like I you know for me I, I really wanted to move out of my parents basement um which is you know basically my apartment with her um I wanted to be on my own and I looked for a while and I realized that like if I worked to do that I wouldn't be able to give some of the opportunities um that she has now with you know um a great school and like extracurricular activities and things like that but um so you know that's kind of part of it and and every mom makes sacrifices it's just um it kind of depends on you know the situation you're in and what you can do with it so
0: And what what strategies for you have you developed to balance the demands of, you know, between work, parenting, and, you know, self care (laughs) as a single mom? Um, I
1: mean, I think that balancing everything is kind of a work in progress for me. Um, I'd say that I I do tend to put self care on the back burner a little bit. Um, But at the same time, there's things that, maybe other people wouldn't agree with um that I how I like to spend my time but it uh works for me and it's like my version of self-care um so every night I uh put my daughter to bed she likes me to lay with her until she falls asleep so um, um most nights when I'm laying there with her and have, have like a laundry list of things that I need to do I'm you know like waiting for her to fall asleep thinking I'm gonna get up and, and go get all of those things done and then and I'm like you know what you're exhausted just go to bed (laughs) um and so just giving myself grace to like say okay you can go to bed like you don't have to get up and do the dishes like if the sink is messy it's messy and at the end of the day like does that matter more to her or her mom sleeping next to her um and so um you know that's definitely one of the ways that i that i manage is that i realize like when my body's exhausted like that i need to just sleep um and the other stuff can wait. Um, I think another huge, huge help for me is being able to work from home full time. Um, you know, for some people that might not be like a make or break, but, but for me, it, it really has been, um, because it allows me to not only maintain a full time job and support her financially, um, but also be there to drop her off at school every morning, pick her up at school every afternoon. And, um, you know, she looks full. So- to that too like she loves that I I come to get her and um, I think you know even if I have to maybe do some work when she gets home like she knows that okay mommy's going to do her work and then she's going to play with me too so just like balancing being able to do both um, it's not easy and there's definitely days where it feels like it's all mixing together but um,
0: yeah at the end of the day I, I make it work And that—that that is uh, our wonderful co-host. Yeah, you know, giving you—you uh, know—giving you a shout out in her own certain way, or potentially pooping. I'm not sure for anybody watching this on YouTube. Judge by her face. Um, you know, make your own conclusions. And you know, to get to get pretty personal with you, you know, I, I know you—you've you, gone through your ups and downs. And can you, you know, don't mind sharing you know what was a particularly challenging low point for you in your journey and how did you overcome it yeah i mean i, I think that
1: um uh, there's so many times um that have come up uh for me that were really hard to navigate and, and
0: um
1: figuring out like how do i how do i take the best care of her with what i have in front of me um and you know, at the beginning of the, the this whole journey for me, I mean, there were times where I just did not want to wake up in the morning. I was like, I don't know how I can do this. This is so difficult. It's so all-consuming. Um, I, you know, was in a pretty big hole that I didn't know how to dig my way out of, um, because everything, my entire future that I had seen in front of me was no longer there, and I had to sort of carve out a path. Um, that was hard. Um, I I think that, um, for anybody in a, in a similar situation, um, single mom or not, um, having support around you is so huge. I mean, that's why that they always say that it takes a village, um, to raise a child because it really does. Um, I have like such such great family support, um, that I know that I can count on and rely on. And I think that was huge for me. Um, I needed help with, you know, balancing. Okay, I just need to like go to therapy, for example, because that was a huge, huge help to me throughout all of this. Um, I would make sure that I had someone to watch her, like during that hour of time, you know. And um, I guess that's my next point is that you know, don't be afraid to ask for help um, because that help is what got me, you know, through the, the toughest times. Um, having therapy, having family support, um, um, and not only that, but just having people around you that understand and that don't put additional pressure on you because you already put so much pressure on you yourself. Um, um, you know, there were a lot of things that I missed out on, um, you know, chose to, to miss out on because I just was not in a, a mindset to be able to do those things like, you know, weddings and, um, even some baby showers and, you know, I think um, the fact that I, I, like, am a people pleaser by nature, it was very hard for me to, like, say no to those things, but then to get a response back from people of just, like, understanding and, like, not even questioning me, um, just, you know, that was priceless to me. Like, I could not have asked for, for better um, friends, better people around me that understood, like, I'm not always going to be able to be present for everything. And, and that's okay. Um, and I think by having that um, around me and having people that really, really understood so much, it, it gave me then permission to, to almost take some of that guilt off of myself, um, you know, that people really did understand. And it was okay if I couldn't do everything and, you know, be everywhere.
0: No, and I, I think, again, you know, watching you navigate everything, it, you know, You admire it a lot, you know, and and I know I said it before, you know, kind of just, you know, when you talk about the lows and the highs, I know a high moment for you, um, you know, just when you went to, you know, Atlantis with your daughter, you know, can you just talk about that trip? Because I know it was very special. Not only Atlantis is a beautiful place, but just what that meant to you, you know. Yeah, that was a huge turn point, um, for me. And I used to love tra- traveling.
1: Um, I used to, to, uh, just love seeing different places and I like always wanted her to be able to experience that too. So, um, but being in the position that I, I was in, like financially, I, would never thought that was going to be possible. Um, and I worked really hard, um, and you know, with the help of great supervisors, um, and a job that was willing to, you know, work with me. Um, I was able to move up a lot in work um, over the the years that um, I was on my own as a parent and um, start to save, you know, more. Which after a divorce, that's not easy to do. Um, you kind of feel like you're you're out of financial hus for a while. Um, so yeah, just I got really um, intentional about like, like budgeting and you know putting money aside for things like that and it's not just the financial aspect for me but like emotionally I didn't think that I'd be able to like enjoy a trip like that um uh for for certainly a long time and it was just just so rewarding that I felt like I did that by myself um I didn't didn't need anybody there so you know supporting me um or or you know making decisions about where to go or to get there or anything it was a trip that I planned um a reward for myself I guess um of getting to travel again and um you know getting to give her that experience was like just so huge um
0: no and and I was so excited for you and you know moving on to our last question what advice would you give to other single moms out there who may be struggling with feelings of guilt Loneliness or just being overwhelmed? Yeah, I mean, you know, being lonely as a single mom, I
1: think is probably one of the most common things, um, especially, you know, as a younger single mom. I'm surrounded by by couples, young families, no matter where I go. If it's a, a dance class, a birthday party, uh, the park, you know, it's, it's in your face constantly. And that's a good thing. Like, that's, that's you know, I, I'm happy for everybody that does get to experience that. Um, but it, it can, at the end of the day, leave you feeling a little bit lonely. Um, what helps me um, get through that is a, a quote, actually, that my therapist had um, shared with me, is that you can always compare up and you can always compare down. Um, you can compare up to people that have situations better than you and, and you know, feel bad. Um, you can compare down to people that maybe don't have as, as nice of a situation as you have and, and feel good um or you can just stay in your lane and focus on where you're going you know for you and for your family um and it's a very hard thing to do i don't always do the best job of it um but for me i think that that really helps me to just be focused on being there for medicine um you know and being focused on where we are in the trajectory of like our life not comparing it to others um I would say too that um, you know surround yourself with as much support as you can, um, even if you know it's not necessarily the most comfortable um, at first. Um, because, like as you mentioned earlier, I was always very introverted, and so um, you know it it wasn't easy for me. But having that support system around me was really huge, and I think that that can be a big help. Uh, when you're in a situation like that. Um, and then lastly, I will say that, you know, as with any role in life, when you initially first take something on, it's kind of all-consuming. And, you know, you have a hard time um, living life, like, outside of that role. Um, you know, being a single mom is my sole focus, um, and it's still a huge priority for me. But I think, you know, it doesn't define who you are either. Um, and just, you know, keeping that in mind, too. Like, you will get through this just like you've gotten through other things um in your life. And um when you look back on it one day, I think that, like, you'll be very proud of, you know, yourself for, for doing it and um, just getting through it. So hang in there, I would say.
0: Um, yeah. And I just want to thank you for that insight and just thank you for taking the time to just, you know, share your story. You know, you have, you definitely have a story that's worth hearing and, you know, just for anybody who knows you knows how resilient you are and, you know, just how strong you are and, you know, how much of a, how much of a transformation you have gone through as, as our, our <laughs> as our co-host as our co-host degree
1: she's showing, she's showing
0: everyone how you're balancing work in momhood right now <laughs> that's true that's yeah. true for anybody yes that scream was not from me that scream is not from jillian um so I just want to say, Jill, thank you for you know being with us today. I hope you will join us for a future episode. Definitely. Um, you know, and for our listeners, thank you for tuning in for today's episode. I hope you'll join us next week as we will be joined by another friend of mine, Angela Thurston, who will discuss the differences between raising a child today compared to two decades ago and thank you again for joining us today and if you enjoyed today's episode subscribe wherever you're listening give us a five-star rating and until next time i'm katie this is maddie who is screaming like a banshee and we are the moms on the air show